back, Jared. Oh, it's been quite the day, huh? It sure has. Uh, you're doing a, a garage sale, I believe. Yes, I'm doing a garage sale. Putting a close to your moving. Yeah, hopefully that'll be it. We still have to clean up a bit, so. <laughs> well, I'm Ian. I'm Jared. And this is the Couch Co-op Podcast, and uh, episode seven? Yeah. Yeah, seven. seven. So, uh, I, I imagine you haven't played any video games this week. <laughs> this week, I have been wishing that I had either a 3DS or a Vita. Why do you say that? I would... Well, at this point, I don't even have my TV hooked in. Everything's piled on top of my entertainment center and all that, so I wouldn't be able to even hook anything up. So if I had a handheld gaming console, that would be wonderful. And why, why aren't you using your mobile devices? Is that just not a good enough experience? I don't think smartphones are a good enough experience, or even tablets for games. Not the kind of games I like. Uh, a lot of them are like those three-quarter bird's-eye perspective town-building games, which are awful. You don't like Farmville? No, and I, I can't control shooters with it because my thumbs are kind of dumb. <laughs> so finding the right spots to put my thumbs on the touchscreen is really hard. <clears throat> and as I said, I think last week I tried hooking my PlayStation 4 controller to my tablet, and I couldn't get that to work. So uh, That would be cool, I'll, though. I'll have to try again some other day. I'll have a little more time and That'd patience. be cool, because that's a bigger screen, and you can just kind of prop it up. And yeah, that'd be, pretty that'd be wonderful, especially if I could get it connected Bluetooth, because those controllers are still Bluetooth. And, uh, you know, a game, a little game console would be good, especially with a garage sale. You can just kind of sit there, and when yeah. no one's around, you just be playing some video games. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, as I said, I can barely stand playing games on <laughs> tablets and smartphones. What would, what would you rather have, the Vita or the 3DS? Uh, at this point, I think I'd rather have the 3DS because I would like to have my Nintendo fix because I really do love Nintendo games, but I don't have an interest in spending all that money on a Wii U yet. Well, I think I would rather have a Vita just because I could continue to earn trophies. Well, on I, but on the other hand, of owning a Vita, if I had my PlayStation 4 hooked up, I'd be able to just like turn it on real quick or something and play... On my Vita. And all those all those free games you'd be able to get already. Yeah. My library would be pretty large. It'd be awesome. Well, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about kind of a budget gaming thing today, and that reminded me of the fact that every week, of course, PlayStation Plus uploads, updates their games, and Vita is on that list. So even if you don't have the system, you can actually like claim the game, but you don't have to download it. So that way, later down the road, if you did get a Vita you'd be able to download all these games, even if they are not on Plus anymore. Right. So that's a pretty sweet option. That kind of goes into what I've been playing this week. Um, first of all, I kind of set aside, I put down the Just Cause after last week because I got inundated with a whole bunch of games. Um, first of all, uh, on PS on Plus, I got a, they had some indie games, and Thomas Was Alone, and I can't remember the name of the other little indie game. But uh, those were both cross-downloads, uh, so I got, like, the PS3 version and the Vita version. It just automatically oh, downloaded. Great. But uh, Thomas Was Alone is interesting. You're a little rectangle guy. It's a little platformer. Have you played it? I haven't, but I've watched several videos, and it looks like it has really <laughs> cool puzzles in it. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty simple. I I'm only in the second kind of stage, I guess. Um, it's pretty fun. It's I, I think what I find really inter- entertaining about it is it, it's got this, like, British narrator that kind of talks 
Oh, I didn't know the it was personalities. Anyway. It's pretty funny though. It's really entertaining, and I was like, "Oh, this is very whimsical in a way." But it's very simple too. But I was, and I can't remember the name. Something in the dark. Oh, here, let me let me look at the let me look at see if I can pull it up on the on the PlayStation. Really well, quick. it's kind of like a old school looking. looking yeah, what is it called? It's a, a survival horror kind of a game. Yes. What is it called? Oh, it's up here somewhere. As I waste time, yeah. Lone Survivor. That's right. And uh, it is—it's funny because it's like it's not creepy, really, but it like it's going for that. It like it sets you up. It like makes you like turn off all the lights and you know, and it's eerie sounding. And it, if it like was a real like today's graphics game, it probably scare the shit out of me. But like, it's just kind of goofy at this point. But um, I played it for a little while. It's kind of hard. Um, but maybe that's just me and I suck at the type of game. It reminds me of Zombie Land or Zombie U in the sense that like you die and you go back. You pretty much start over. Oh, um, you don't have a spawn point, you just die and yeah. have to restart. And uh at least that's why I, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe maybe I, it's maybe, you're, just, maybe it's because you're so early in the game. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I haven't I just, obviously I haven't gotten to play that yet. That maybe, came out last week. Maybe I just suck, so but yeah, those are those are actually both really fun and so I look forward to spending more time with those, but I also got Metal Gear Rising Revengeance Reven- in the main. Revengeance. Revengeance. Well, Revengeance, but Revengeance. I like Revengeance better. I, I guess it could be more fun, but I, I don't like it. It's an awesome game. I like it very much. I, I played the demo, and I had a lot of fun with it. I, you, already, I already beat it. Oh, wow. Was yeah, it that I quick, beat. or did you just play it's, it that much? It's a short game. It's only about five hours long, um, but I, I played it on easy. But I think I'm going to go back and try it on the harder difficulty. Um, because because it's so short, and I really enjoy. I mean, the the slicing mechanic is so awesome. I like so enjoy just being able to cut dudes and stuff. That it's a, it's a lot of fun. Plus, on the PlayStation Network, the two huge uh, download content they're free. Oh, cool! So you can just like download them, and so I had those to play through too. So um, really awesome game. A couple cool surprises. Some old characters show up. Um, well, the main character is. Raiden? Raiden, yeah. Yeah, Raiden from Metal Gear Solid 2. But, like, Sunny shows up at the end, and I don't know. It's just it's a cool game, and the music's fun and kind of edgy, and I don't know. I really enjoyed it, so. Well, it, it takes a spin away from the normal Metal Gear stuff because it's a character. He was introduced in Metal Gear Solid 2, right. and this is Raiden as his ninja, badass cyborg self. Right. So, per- it, it, and there's some cool jokes. He finds a kid in the sewer, and then he's like, the kid is like, uh, oh, you're a ninja. And then he starts doing the Vanilla Ice song, go ninja, go ninja, go. Uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, uh, I found it funny. Maybe uh, some kids today will have no idea what the hell that he's talking about, but uh, I saw that reference. And, uh, no, nah, it was a great game. The, the, la- the final, final boss bite is kind of really annoying, but I will let it pass because the rest of the game is pretty awesome. And the camera is kind of a pain in the ass. I will say that the camera is kind of a dick. I wish, I hope they make a sequel and they like make it better because uh, that camera is kind of a... I don't know. The, the game didn't sell that well, did it? I think it did think pretty it well. Necessitate it's one of the first metal for that one? And it's one of the first Metal Gears on PC because it was released on Steam recently too. Oh. So um, I, I think it did pretty well. I don't think it did awful. Um, and then... What I've been playing, and this just came in the mail today, and I only got like ten minutes in just before Jared got here. But uh, the Darkness Two, and uh, 
I like the first darkness, and I think we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah in our comic book episode, you did mention that you liked it. And, uh, yeah, we should probably talk about it more in the comic book episode, because it's a pretty cool game, and I really love the co- I, of the comic book games I play. That's one of the comic books I used to read when I was heavy into comic books. But it, so far, it's really awesome, and I really enjoy it. So, uh and uh, that could bring us to the next topic because Darkness Two I found on Amazon for ten dollars new. That's great. And I got the limited edition version. So I think if you just sometimes you know we wanted to talk about, uh, I guess I guess uh, it, what kind of, how, what makes us buy video games and if we are like a bargain uh, gamer or budget shopper or what? I think budget gamer is the most common term used. I think so. Or. <laughs> Or the website cheapassgamer.com. And uh, I like a funny one. I like to use Amazon on my iPhone, and I like just track video games. You know, like oh, it's a video game I want to play someday, and well, I just put it in there, and then it tracks the price. And when it comes down to a price I want to buy it at, well, that feature is really cool in Amazon. It's the wish list feature on Amazon. If you have an account through them, and if you add things to it. It will show, of course, the list of things that you have on your list, and it will show when you added the item to your list, what the cost was, and then it will show you what it is at this point. One one thing I wish it would do is actually send you a notification, a notification. every time it dropped. Right. That way, I wouldn't mind getting either push notifications via the, via the app on my smartphone right. or just an email or something like that. I think that would be great. But for how many items both of us probably have on our wish list, <laughs> that yeah. could be quite the daunting uh, email be. subscription list. That could be. <laughs> I, I know on, on the Steam on, on Steam's wish list, when something goes lower in price, it notifies me. So I don't know if you've ever put stuff in your wish list on Steam. But uh, that's another place that like uh, when something like you know Half-Life 2 goes... Or Half Life goes down in price, and it's like, oh, you get a notification. One of your games is lower price. Does it send it to you via email? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. And maybe Amazon does have it implemented. Is it in their settings or something? Uh, not that I know of. I sh- yeah. Maybe I should take. I'll, check have that to, out. I'll have to take a look at that because that would be such it a be wonderful cool. feature. So this idea for budget gaming, or what kind of game, what drives us to buy video games, was uh, John Patrick Kelly, JPK, one of our avid listeners. Uh, he kind of was asking me, and I thought this would be kind of a good topic. And uh, his kind of question that he kind of posed me at first was, uh, "What do you still buy sixty dollars games? Uh, if not, why? And if you do, you know why? You know what makes you what? So I will say, for what what makes you buy a sixty dollars game? If you do, if you do still buy sixty dollars games? Yeah, I, I still buy sixty dollars games. It's the type of game that you see that first trailer or even a little snippet on a website saying this game might come out in the next few years. So they release their first teaser trailer and it's like supreme eye candy and it has everything you want. It Like the one for me recently was Destiny. So... I've been trying to get every little leak of information. There's hundreds of YouTube videos people keep posting about every little tiny detail that comes out about the game, and I'm completely wrapped up into it. It doesn't even come out till September, and I know, yes, I'm going to spend $60 on that. I mean, it's a lot like movies for a lot of people. You know, right, they, right. they hear that one of their favorite books might be turned into a movie, and then the trailer's released, and they're 
blown away. You know, it actually looks great, and all the actors in it are exactly who they thought they would be if it was made into a movie. Right. And then it comes out, and they have to go out on release day and pick this up. Or not even well, on movies, of course, go to the big screen and check it out. Whereas the game, I have to get it on at least release week right. so I can talk about it with everybody else. Yeah, I, I would agree because, like, generally it's like it falls into that category. It falls into two categories for me. Um, obviously, it's my favorite games, so, like, I will buy Metal Gear or I will buy Gran Turismo. You know, just I will buy that for full price. Uh, and then secondly, it's like it's like the Borderlands thing. Like, Borderlands may not be my favorite game, but if I don't buy it when my friends buy it, I won't have anyone to play it with. Yeah. And I really enjoy that experience of playing it with my friends. So, yeah, I'm going to buy it on release day. I'm going to play it with them. going to have a good time. And then, you know. Well, there's also those games where all of your friends are like, hey, I'm going to get this. And they try and talk all their friends into getting it so you can play it. Like, and Borderlands was a great example on that. But, I mean, there's more than just me, of course, that wants to play these games with you. So anything that has co-op in it and just looks like a great experience, yeah, you want to get it when everybody else does, which most of the time is right when it comes out. Right. Every once in a while, I'll make that game, I'll make a judgment, and I'll be like, oh, like Saints Row 4. I bought that for full price. I probably didn't need to. Um, but I did, and because I, I had such a good time with the third one, but the third one I didn't pay for full price. You know, I got it budget price, and I probably should have waited. I mean, I like Saints Row for a lot, but I don't know if it was if it needed if I needed to pay sixty bucks for it. So every once in a while, there'll be those. You know, I'll make that last minute judgment, and then you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, but. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, what, the last full-price game I bought wasn't even a $60 game, and I didn't realize that it came out on disc, so I bought it in the PlayStation Marketplace. It was Rayman for my PS4. Oh, right, right. I, I paid full price for that, 40 bucks. Would you have bought it on disc if you had known instead? I totally would have bought it on disc instead. Is that a big deal, you think, for you? I mean, at this point, still? I It's not as big of a deal because I am completely out of space for games and movies and stuff because... I have an entertainment center thing that I bought recently, and it has, what, six drawers, well, nine drawers, and the seven that we're going to use for movies and controllers and whatever are filled with games and movies, and then there's the other stuff that I want to put in it, and there's no room for it. Right. And there's still movies sitting around that still need to go in there, so. (laughs) Discs are kind of getting in the way of this small move that I've had recently, and... It's getting a little harder it, to find yeah, space right? for them. I still have, I mean, out in the garage, I have this giant box. I still have all my CD jewel cases. Oh, my. Do you? I have a small collection. I, I got rid of most of my CDs quite a while back. Uh, I think it was when I first bought my MacBook. Oh, really? I copied all of my albums over to my hard drive and wow. then went and sold all my discs. Wow. Oh wow! But no. I still have a stack of ones that I really wanted to keep, like my Nine Inch Nails albums, and that's still something know. I just can't get rid of. I just can't do it, and I still like disc content. But I don't understand why the publishers still feel the need to like. Why is a downloaded game the same price as a disc game? You're still getting a physical something. It's got to be worth at least five bucks more. 
So it's like, why isn't the downloaded game at least five dollars less? I, I still. I, I heard a good theory on this. I think it was on the Giant Bombcast, another podcast I listened to, and they were mentioning their thoughts on that. It's like if Sony or Microsoft released a brand new game for less than Walmart could sell it for, right? Would these companies pull out and say, "Screw your millions of dollars"? No, I've heard that. I've heard that argument, and that so makes sense. It's, it's all about the money. It's not about the customer. It's about the money in the pockets. It's what's important. That's what keeps the games coming to these to the customers. So every party has to have some equal profit margin, or at least uh, no specific incentive mm. to buy it at one place versus the other, unless they're doing their own pre-order things. Right. Like that's what we've seen a lot of lately. Is well within the last several years is pre-order us or buy us at GameStop on release day, and you'll get. This free downloadable content, blah, blah, blah. And each company might have their own separate downloadable content for the same game. Which I don't like. I I despise that. I fucking hate that, yeah. That is not good for the consumer at all. It isn't, no. So let's let's get back to the topic a little bit. Where do you where do you go as a gamer where do you when you're looking since you're more of a budget gamer at this point, where do you go for your games? When what do you look where are you looking at? Well, I used to look at GameStop a lot, but I don't know. They don't really have that good of sales anymore, and I'm tired of buying used games because by the time you buy it used, there's like 15 stickers all on top of each other. So <laughs> there's this weird bump on the game because it's been bought and sold so many times, and it's unsightly, and you can't peel it off. They have this adhesive on the stickers that is impossible to right. peel off, so it just makes your collection look kind of ugly well one of the things i have against gamestop mainly with you I, I i don't buy used games at all um i understand that people will buy at a game launch that the new game is 60 bucks and the used game is like 55 i get that that some people do that i guess it comes down to patience with me i i feel like when i go in there now and i'm looking for an older game I can usually get a new version, new, on Amazon for the same price that the used version is at GameStop. And at least when I'm buying my new version, that that money has gone towards the developer. Whereas the money on a used game at GameStop is just going into GameStop's pocket. And I don't re you know, that's my small step against GameStop. And so I haven't shopped at GameStop really since the PS2 died. You know, when they have those giant PS2 sales. Yeah. And uh, I just kind of stopped shopping there. Well, I stopped shopping at GameStop when I learned about that website I mentioned earlier, CheapAssGamer.com. Right. Because they, they actually post ads from the local stores, you know, Target's, Best Buy's. And there's forums in there that people put, like, hey, you can find this game on this website for this much. So right. uh, there's a lot of really good ways to save money on spending your hard-earned dollars on games. And you can still get a new game and still support the developer, in a sense, and it's not supporting this monster that is GameStop. Well, yeah, because if if you're buying used games, that game has already supported the developer that once. Right. And, you know, that game goes through many more hands at a used game store, and the developers and whoever actually needs that money to invest in another copy, or not another copy, but another game... Right. 
to make in the next several years, you know, they, they said a loss because there's millions of people that just buy used stuff, and that doesn't help anybody well, out. And that's, and I, I'm not saying like I'm against buying used stuff. Um, I'm against buying current gen stuff, obviously, because that's that those consoles are in, in development. But for like my retro gaming, obviously, the only way I can buy that retro stuff is buying it used. Yeah. And I and but GameStop doesn't sell really retro stuff anymore. So you, like when I go to like these conventions or like these swap meets. And I find an old game and I buy it used from a store or some person or something. I'm not against doing that because obviously those consoles aren't being developed for anymore. So I don't really feel bad about that. But And I want to play those games and I want it for my collection because yeah. I'm still a collector. But uh, Amazon is totally one of those places. I mean, I, I, I feel like Amazon's where I get my greatest deals. Um, they do usually have some of the best deals online. And uh, every once in a while you'll find something cheap at Best Buy or Target or Target... Or Best Buy will have their buy two, get one free, which, you know, well, I don't usually do that. Do you do that? Uh, no, I never do the buy two, get one freeze because I usually don't have that much of my right. gaming budget. So, you know, going out, dropping 120 bucks for three games, I'm just like... Uh, I can't I, rationalize I, I, I it gotta, I got to get an oil change <laughs> this yeah, week. I can't rationalize <laughs> it. But, you know, I have friends. We have friends that do that every once in a while. And it's a cool idea, but... It's a great idea if if you plan for it, but you never know when they're going to happen. It's not a seasonal thing. It just right. randomly happens. I haven't noticed any specific seasons. Uh, of course, during the holiday seasons, uh, October, November, December, all that stuff, yeah, there's going to be some great deals. But... You're spending money on other things at that point, and if you don't have a gaming budget like that, unless you've been planning, okay, okay, there's going to be a buy two, get one free deal, I'm going to start saving my pennies. Yeah, right. And then that comes out, and you're able to spend the money on that. That's a wonderful deal. I still don't think I would ever really do that either, because there's very rarely three games out that I want that are... You know, it's like there might be yeah. one game at 60 bucks I want. The other games are like, oh, I can wait on that, and I can probably get that for like 10 20 bucks later, you know? Well, There's never three games at that well, full price I want. What happens most often in the last year is I already owned one or two of the games that were in that. So the third game that I would have gotten free was like one of those meh right. kind of games. <laughs> You're just like, what? I don't need what that. What is that? Yeah. Um I also do uh, – I know you're on Steam, but obviously you haven't added things to your wish. I will buy things on Steam. Now, I don't have a good PC – or I use Macs. So there's not a lot of Mac games. Well, there's a few good Mac games, but my Macs aren't that up-to-date, so I can't buy a lot of these games. But I will still put them on my wish list, and when they sell and they're like it's like $2, I will buy a game that I can't play. It's just yeah. in my library for some rainy day, maybe someday I will be able to play this game, and uh, or like for Christmas they gave they gave away uh, what's the zombie shooter Valve zombie shooter Left for Dead. Oh yeah, uh, Left for Dead That's Two. Right. Left for Dead Two Valve gave it away for free on Steam, so I have Left for Dead Two. I just can't play it. Some I, someday you <laughs> might have a computer to play it on, yeah, right? but uh, not not this. Uh, but obviously, Steam is one of those great, you know, if you cheap games. If well, what one thing that's really cool about Steam combined with, uh, if you've never heard of it, it's uh, the humble bundle, uh, humblebundle.com. Uh, they they usually have these collections a lot of them are called the humble indie bundle so they bundle up a whole bunch of independent game developed or games developed by the indies uh for 
pay what you want. Well, you've done that before. Yeah, you? yeah. Well, oftentimes they do a hum- humble Android bundle. Right. So I can buy like six or seven games for my smartphone or tablet and spend what seven bucks and donate that money to charities and the developers. So that's really cool. And oftentimes they come with a Steam key. Right, so you can play so it most, on Steam. So most of those games are, of course, from indie developers that ported it over to a phone or ported it to a computer either way. So you get the Steam key. So you have quite the Steam library, oh, too. Oh, I, I have like 30, 30 <laughs> games on Steam that I can't play on my computer. It's <laughs> ridiculous, though. Yeah, and it's awesome. The fact that next time I upgrade my computer, I'm going to have... What, 20, 30 games right, I need to right, play through right. that I barely wanted to play through on my smartphone because the controls were too hard for my dumb thumbs. I think it's funny. I don't think people really realize the amount of cheap or free content that they can get. Like, like these guys that go out and buy Call of I guess, what is that guy that like has to buy Call of Duty for 60 bucks and play? But I guess it's just the online aspect that he just wants to... I would never buy Call of Duty for sixty bucks. Yeah, I don't. I, never I don't bring think myself I ever have. To, I could never bring myself to do that. Yeah, I don't think I ever have because uh, I, I think I mentioned it last week that I I am one of those people that actually plays through it for the story. Right. So yeah, I don't want to play pay sixty dollars for a Call of Duty story. It's like some some of the worst. 80s action movies that you can think of, but they're they're actually pretty decent stories. Right. I don't know about Ghosts. Uh, I heard uh, parts of that game are pretty poor, but I don't know anything about the story. Well, that that brings up an interesting point because, like, uh, I hear uh, Titanfall is getting a bit of a backlash. I guess there's more people that are into story campaigns than online in general because it's like people are saying like Titanfall is a great experience. It's great. The great multiplayer is awesome, but it doesn't have the campaign, and they wish they're wishing that it. Why is it sixty dollars? They're like they're kind of yeah. they're kind of down. Not to say take anything away from the game, but but they wish it had an actual story campaign. I guess the story campaign in the multiplayer is pretty thin. I mean, it's like really thin. Well, I heard <laughs> most of it's just like a dude doing some radio chatter. <laughs> yeah, right. While you're playing through these, pretty matches. bad. Yeah, but one thing, and uh, it plays all the levels in a row, so you get you get acclimatized to them. But it's pretty thin. Yeah. Well, some of the troubles I heard about that, uh, but the, these were coming from people that had the pre-release, so it was before a lot of people had it. But if you're in the story mode going through the campaign and you make it up to, what, level six or whatever, and uh, everybody drops out, it'll put you back in the next closest one. So you could be dropped all the way back down oh, to sucks. chapter four. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, so... You'd have to go through all that again. I, I couldn't imagine these matches are that long because it's that, just like chase this guy down, kill him. And that's and like a, that's a thing like where it's like, why is that a sixty dollars game? I would I don't I don't think it. I, that's that's, that's going to be the new norm. I think there's going to be a lot of games this generation that are online only, and then you're going to have to pay sixty bucks. So what are you going to get? I, any, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet games are going to go up in price this de- generation. It's oh, brutal. I hope not because it's been a long time and. Everything else is going up in price. Minimum wage is going up. Everything's going up. Well, if you're a budget gamer, I mean, you should be taking advantage of the Walmart and Best Buy sale, where the Titanfall bundle is uh, four fifty. Yeah, that's awesome. See, I mean, stores. I mean, this is not Microsoft doing this, and and in fact, it's not Microsoft doing it to the point like it's the stores doing it. The stores can't actually advertise the price online or in print. You have to come in. This the the 
the purchaser has to come in and experience, you know, see it in the store because it's not a Microsoft, but because they have so much stock of these consoles that no one's buying, which, so like if you want an Xbox one, that's a really good price. I mean, yeah. even a free game. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. You're yeah. pretty much getting the system with a game. Well, no, you're getting less. Four, 460. Yeah. You're pretty much getting a hundred bucks off. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, hundred bucks off on a Microsoft <laughs> Xbox One. Might as well go buy yeah, one. Yeah, so if, you if, if you're a, we're talking about budget gaming, yeah, this is probably your cow. best best buy right now. Yeah, that's the best deal you're going to get in opening like yeah. a brand new console. Can you imagine being like a, it's pretty day great. one? You bought a, a you know Xbox One for five hundred and and didn't get a game, and now you well, can go buy one plus a game for well, four fifty. Do you remember when the 3DS came out? The price was pretty high, but a lot of people bought it, and Short months later, like the Xbox, you know, the price dropped a lot. And all the early buyers were so pissed off at Nintendo, they just, like, lit a fire up under their ass. And uh, Nintendo gave several games for free to all right. those users. They, right. I think they got to choose from a big list of, the, the like, the top 11 games or something they wanted to download. I haven't really followed Nintendo until just recently because I got a Wii U. Yeah. And when you can get stuff for free, that's the best budget gaming. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I would love a free 3DS if, uh, <laughs> if you know anybody that has one of those laying around. Uh, I, or, I or even a PlayStation Vita. If, if somebody know. has one gathering dust on their table, I would love it. Uh, <laughs> the only person I know has a Vita is uh, Jason Wolford. Yeah. I don't even know if he plays it that much. Uh, he'll, he'll probably let you borrow it. Yeah. He... Maybe, maybe I should because I, I do have some games that I could play on that. You do? Not, well, through the oh, PSN. Oh oh, 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 So we should talk about that a little bit, or like services. Obviously, we've talked a little bit about uh, PlayStation Plus in the past, and obviously um, we pay we pay 50 bucks a year to be part of Plus, and uh, you're talking like a game a week, a free game a week. Yeah. About. Well, so. if, if you own a PS4, a PS3, and a Vita, you're getting up to three games a week. Because I think Vita gets a game every week, PS3 gets a game every week, and then PS4 gets one game a month. Right. So that's, a, that's like so much content. And then when they do their sales, their regular sales, then Plus also gets another sale like percentage. So like it, let's say it's a 50% off on the main PSN, then it's like 75% off on Plus. So you're getting just massive savings. Sure, so it's like 50 bucks a month a year. So like you're paying what under five bucks a month? Yeah, something like that. I mean it's 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 like you could buy a PS3 or like any of the consoles, and you would just get all this free content for like what is a sixty dollar game. You buy one sixty dollar game a year, you get all this stuff. So it's like it's such a good deal. Well, even if you don't buy Plus, there's still like those deals that we always talk about. You know, they right. still do fifty up to 50% off yeah, they, they, on those. Yeah, they did a Grand Theft Auto So, yeah, they do deal. great deals, but just just another incentive. So you can save that extra 25% off on the game, so it's a wonderful deal. I know Xbox Live, they also do a lot of different sales. They do their seasonal ones. Like, I think Sony has their spring one, Xbox has their spring one, and, you know, think, and every different season. But I don't feel like Xbox and Wii U, I, think, I feel like those consoles are still a little bit further behind. As where you know, like whereas PS, whereas Plus is closer to Steam in a, in a regard, like to the amount of savings. Yeah. 
But like, so I, I dropped, I jumped on the Wii U the other night because I got, I brought, I finally got a brand new HDMI cable to plug it into my TV. So I was on. Yeah. I was, so I went to the marketplace, and it's like, man, it's so sad. It's well, like, so there's this one Nano Assault game, and it's it's like, oh, it's on sale from nine ninety nine to seven ninety nine, and I'm just like, this is whatever. Well, my my experience with the Wii marketplace was for the uh, virtual console. In there, was a four ninety nine for a game. Well, it depends. Like I never looked on the Wii U, but on the Wii, there was never a sale, and every game for each platform was the same cost, unless it was imported uh, an imported copy. Those were a little more expensive, like a Super Nintendo game that was only released in Japan. <laughs> You'd have to spend fifteen bucks instead of ten, and all NES games were. Five bucks each, or 500 points, I think, is what they were going by then. I don't know if they go by points anymore. Do they? Uh, we No. Are they no credits or points, or is it just dollars? It's just dollars now. Yeah, which Microsoft switched to dollars now, yeah, too, finally, so that's nice. Right, yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't remember there ever being a sale in the Wii Marketplace, oh, but it's sale, been, but it's been so several bad. years since I've looked in it, so, I, so small, I'm though. sure I'm very wrong. And it's never an actual... like original Nintendo property. It's always some no, other game that you don't really care about. That's one thing I wish Nintendo did, is actually try and promote their games. It's not just like, here, it's another Nintendo game that Miyamoto... Were, well, they don't even advertise Miyamoto being on anything on Why the wasn't 3D World... But, why isn't that just a pack-in game? Yeah. Why, why doesn't Nintendo come with a game anymore, anyway? Well, because nobody does. Oh, Sony, Sony got away with it for so many years. Why would Nintendo keep doing it? Yeah, but then Sony gave away free games on Plus. So if you pay a little uh, bit, you get free games. But I, I guess you have know. to buy something. Um, no, I just had a thought, and I lost my mind. Um, oh, so that's what I was going to talk about. So now, if you're a budget gamer, do you do you buy more games? When you find, I know I do. Yeah, when I when I find deals, I, if it's so hard to pass up and you just see this great deal, you click on it and put it in your cart, and then you see, oh, I can get free shipping if I get up to thirty five dollars. So I'm like, okay, this game is also on a great deal, so I have to add some other stuff. It is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's stupid. You know, the, Amazon was smart to do that thirty five dollar limit because, you know, you're buying a couple of games at twenty bucks and. Right. You know, you might need to buy one or two more just to get your shopping cart up to that amount, or some stupid cord that you've had in your shopping cart for a while. I but, do, I do yeah. find it ridiculous. It's like it's like that sixty dollars price point. It's like I won't buy a sixty dollars game, but then I will spend sixty dollars on games. I will spend sixty dollars on games. Yeah, or I'll buy like a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff for sixty dollars, and then it's like, oh, I feel better now. Yeah. And then because of that, I look at my game collection, and it's just massive, and yeah, I'm just it's, like, it's growing. It's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, that stack's getting pretty tall. Is it leaning yet? No, it's not leaning yet. I need a bigger bookshelf for all my games. <laughs> and then I look at all my free content and just the amount of free content I have. I have like 50 to Well, just on games. this system, you have oh, 40, 41. But I don't think you have them all downloaded no. on this. And I don't, I I don't have, have them all downloaded on mine. I only have a 160 gig hard drive on mine. Well, I have two PS3s in the house, too. So, mm-hmm. I've, so, I've, do, I've, so do I. But. So I have a lot of games up on the other one that aren't on here. So it's like I got. I probably have like upwards of 60 downloaded games. Well, the, the PS3 I have upstairs is for Netflix and like when I want to play Final Fantasy 3. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, I put, I put, I have Brin's, uh, up on Brin's, I have, I always, because uh, she doesn't put games on it, so I, I take up that space, but uh, yeah, I, I'm totally a budget gamer now, it, it's really, 
it's really got to be something I'm really into or special that I will spend 60. Well, I, I think this week or sometime soon, I'm going to buy the new Infamous game for my PS4. Oh, you're so, going to buy it? Well, you're going to borrow my PS4 to beat. Uh, you got uh, oh, Metal, yeah. Metal we, Gear. I was supposed to tell the, the, yeah. the audience about this. I did pre-order Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. I do have it. I do not have a PlayStation 4, but it's over here hiding underneath Darkness 2. And, uh, yeah. So well, l- luckily, I have quite the large backlog of PS3 games to play, so... He's going to start borrowing my system tomorrow, Sunday. Uh, that's uh, Sunday for us. Uh, but, um, it'll only be a couple hours. It won't take me very long, probably. It's, well, so you'll, so you'll so go I through hear. all the side missions. You oh, can okay. probably complete sure. everything in less than 10 hours. Uh, I'll, I'll soak it in. I'll yeah, you'll bust, s- maybe I'll bust through it a couple times. I'm such a well, huge may, fan. Maybe you should just go through it once, and then you'll have something to look forward to, the side missions, when you get your PS4, so you can pop maybe. it back in. Yeah. But, yeah. I've so, played all those games through, like, so many times. It's ridiculous. Well, we I didn't mention this to you. I'm kind of curious what you think of the new Infamous. It takes place in Seattle. Oh, I knew that. You, I mean, that's, that's like your old stomping grounds. That's where you went to school. It's funny. It's fun. funny. I was listening to... I was watching... Last night when I was editing Couch Co-op, uh, the show, the YouTube show, uh, I had Video Zone in the background playing, and uh, they... The commercials this time were for Infamous every time Infamous. So yeah. like, and uh, it looks really good, and it's getting really good reviews. So, uh, uh, well, and I, I have played the other two, so I am I am interested in playing it. It's not a game. That's that's another thing as a budget gamer. That's a game that I never I've never had to buy. <laughs> yeah, that, I never have either. I got it. I got both versions free. So, um, well, one was a pack in with my current PS3, and the first one. I played because during the PSN outage, they gave it away for free. So Well, they, uh, when they got hacked. Hacked, yeah. yeah. So, um, but but I, I think I'm ready to put 60 bucks into the series. I think I got, so. I got I mean, those first two games for free, and this one, Second Son, looks amazing. I think if you, know, you didn't buy it, I probably would buy it because, you know what, I was never really interested in the series. Uh, and then when I got it for free from PSN... Um, and play. It's a really solid, and we've talked about it before. It's such a really solid game. I don't know. I think it's because you're playing a superhero, and he's not a real superhero. Yeah. That it kept me away from it. But if you, as a gamer, get into it, it's just like, man, this is such a solid game. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So I'm really excited, and it looks just amazing. It looks so amazing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's cool. You're gonna get it. That's all. That, they say it's like the truly new, the next gen game. Yeah. For uh, well, PS4. Well, maybe maybe tomorrow, of course, I'll, I'll let you borrow my PS4. You don't and have to. You, you can really have no. To. You can get it back to me Monday because you'll you'll sit down for a couple of minutes and beat Metal Gear. <laughs> a couple minutes. <laughs> ground Zeroes, and <laughs> then Monday I'll be able to get it back. Oh, well, all right. If you want to part with it, yeah, I'm not I, I can. Well, I, I, my TV is not even at my new place yet. Oh, okay. So how could I play? Anything on my PS4. That's going to arrive at my home tomorrow. Is it? I would love to get that hooked up. I'm uh, itching. Video games are a good stress reliever, and I haven't gotten to play any of those. Mm. It's been pretty rough with this move and garage sale, so I I need to jump into something. All right. Well, uh, we should probably move on to our uh, what is out and what's coming out. What what, What weeks are we dealing with here? Um... So it's this week and next week. All right. Uh, 
Well, yeah, last week, of course, the Metal Gear Solid Five Rising, well, not Rising, but Ground Zeroes came Ground out. Ground Zeroes, yes. Which I haven't heard much about that yet. I haven't had a chance to even look at much news, but uh, one of the articles I said is actually getting quite a bit of praise for being... At well, least good looking. I think a lot of a lot of it is like it's a pretty impressive game. I feel. I think the reviews. I think the negative it's getting is that it is a short experience. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of haters. There's on that. a well, lot of. Well, they actually before the release they actually lowered the price down ten dollars because they were already getting a lot of backdraft. Yeah, from for, they couldn't they couldn't understand why the PS4 was ten dollars more than all the other disc versions. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, download, you get it for 20 bucks. But So it was nice that they lowered it, and so I bought it on PS4 because of that. I was just going to buy the download for PS3 yeah. and play it, but then when they lowered it $10, it worked. I actually bought it for PS4, so I have the better-looking version, but pretty awesome, pretty yeah. excited. What else came out last week? Uh, last week was uh, uh, Final Fantasy X, Final Fantasy X and X-2. Oh, that's right, the uh, HD. Deus Ex The Fall for Windows. Yeah. Infamous came out last Friday as well. Yes, Infamous came out. Yeah. Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Yaiba, Z. Yeah, if anybody's a Ninja Gaiden fan, it sounds like that's pretty cool. You're playing as the villain, I think, in this one. I have no idea. I should ask Justin I if, he, if he got it. He, yeah. was, he was really interested in playing it, but I have no idea. But uh, And then um, this week, Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasm for PS3. I enjoyed... Blaze Blue Continuum Shift. That was the first Blaze first. Blue game that came out. It's a it's a side two D. Well, not, yeah, I don't yeah, know. It's yeah, it's two D. It's really colorful graphic fighting game. It's kind of from like the Guilty Gear guys, isn't it? Yeah, they they made Guilty Gear. But uh, what I liked about this series is it's really easy for beginners to access because they had a button to do the specials. So you didn't have to memorize all the specials. So it's really good for newbies, but also the people that are really advanced. There's a lot of meat inside the game for them to chew on. What did you get that on? I got that on Xbox. Xbox? Yeah. So I, I was reading a little bit about this. It's only a PS3 release this time, and this oh is the my. third one. So this is the trilogy. Yeah. Like, I guess there's a second one. I have no. I, I don't play this. Oh, it was Blaze Blue or Blaze Blue something. Well, Continuum Shift was one of them. I don't for, remember. Oh, there's another one, and then this is the last one, I believe. Yeah. And, and it's PS3 only, and uh, I did enjoy it. I yeah. like fighting games. It's, it's very colorful. The backgrounds are really intricate and good looking. It's definitely definitely worth taking a look at. Or if you have one of those weird places that rents games next to you. <laughs> Who rents uh, games anymore? I don't know. Well, there's uh, there's that uh, play-and-trade place over there by Wal- Walgreens. They don't know what that is. But I don't even I, know. I'm telling do, you. But do they rent that? Do they rent games? Uh, yeah, they rent PS3 and Xbox oh, and really? Wii games. I don't know if they have the current-gen stuff, but you, you might... If you have a local like game store in your neighborhood or something like that, there's one up here in Vancouver. It's called... Play and trade. There's two locations. There's one down by my new place off 112th oh, wow. and 28th. And there's one up here off a, a 136th and Mill Plain, East Mill Plain. And yeah, they rent some games. The only thing I know that still rents is like Gamefly. You could do the Gamefly, Netflix of gaming. Well, uh, Redbox does rent games, oh, but that's right, oftentimes that's right. they're popular games. So there's the people that just keep them pretty much, and the box always has those big gray spots, and then all the ones that are left are all these stupid little Disney Mickey games. I and guess that's a form of budget gaming, but yeah. renting is never... 
know. Well, if if you don't care about owning a copy or whatever, you can rent a game. If you can rent it for six bucks or f- four or five bucks a night, and you beat the game in a day or two, I mean that's probably the easiest way to save a lot of money. The best budget gaming, in my opinion, is just borrowing it from your friends. Luckily, we <laughs> both have a lot of friends that play games, so yeah, right. borrowing is a great option. I've been borrowing a lot of games from Ian here, and every once in a while he borrows one of the games I get, but uh, his stack is yeah, pretty hard to uh, get to. Why borrow sometimes. a game when I should just probably play something I haven't had so bad? So bad. Well, I, I've been wanting to borrow Darksiders 2 for quite some oh, time, you but you, you haven't finished it, so I, I can't borrow it. It's been sitting. It. I think it's probably on the bottom of your stack right now. No, isn't it's it? it's in the no, it's alphabetical. Oh, it's, so in, it's it's in the D section. You should you should just take it if you <laughs> want to play it. When you get your stuff hooked up, you should just yeah, borrow it. I might. Yeah, right. I love the Darksiders one. So what else is coming? We got Deception Four Blood Ties. What what was Deception? Deception. <laughs> I mean, well, I think Deception oh, was back uh, on the N64. I think it's like a you trap, you, you like trap things in the. It's an action game. It's an anime. It looks like anime inspired action game. Oh yeah, I have no idea I've about that series. Then, so if you know what Deception is, the fourth one is out now. <laughs> yes, or on on Tuesday, anyways, uh, the day after this podcast come out. Uh, and then the expansion for Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls. I'm still waiting for Diablo 3 to come out on the PS4. Yeah, this is only on Windows and Mac, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think this does come out eventually for PS3, though, but, well, or I'm, PS4. I'm guessing the PS4 is going to come with the edition that has all this stuff. And I might actually spend full price on that, because oh, I've really? been looking really forward to playing Diablo 3. And the couch, as couch co-op is yeah, pretty we, fun. Yeah, we played the demo on yeah. the couch, but... Right now, I only have two controllers. It's I a mean, good experience. New controllers are what sixty-five bucks, so that's yeah. kind of that's it's, definitely not very budget. It's too bad you can't just use the old ones too, but yeah, for certain games, it'd yeah. be nice. Um, then we have uh, Mercenary Kings for Windows. If you're a PC gamer, Mercenary Kings. I don't know anything about that series. Smite for yeah, Windows. Never heard of it. I believe that's an indie game. No, uh, it's yeah. say well, neither of us follow PC gaming because we don't. Neither of us have. A computer that's even worth playing a game on. Smite is released, a, like five years ago. Even it's a multiplayer online battle arena. Not my kind of game. <laughs> what? What? Uh, wi- the witch hunt. The witch and the hu- wait. The witch and the hundred night. Yeah. It's PS3. This is like another. I don't know. This is like all these weird. Oh wow, she's kind of got big boobs. Sorry, I didn't say that. Um. It's some kind of weird well, redhead you, anime. You are correct, though. It's some kind of weird... Uh, <laughs> what is this? It's an action role-playing game. Wow, this looks cool, though. Yeah, it looks cool because there's boobs on the cover. No, but, I mean, action role-playing <laughs> is always a good game. It's it's funny. Like, you're getting all these weird, like, import games all of a sudden. Just yeah. Like, what is this? It looks kind of cool. I'll have to look into that. I didn't know what it is. Maybe I can find it cheap. And then... Uh, Age of Wonders 3, Windows and Mac. And just to round out the month, uh, Castlevania Lords of Shadow uh, DLC, Mirror of Fate. Were you interested in that new Lord, uh, Castlevania game? No, not really. I played the first Lords of Shadow game, and my experience with it was... It was so long. I... I don't know. Maybe I was just not in the right mood to play that. But there were so many levels in that game, I just got kind of bored playing it. I mean, it was nice because you could upgrade all your skill trees and all that stuff. But um, I guess in this next one, you're Dracula instead of like a Belmont. 
So that's kind of a weird take on the Castlevania series. I mean, yeah, in the past ones you've been Alucard, which is like his son with a human woman. I haven't so, really been big into, uh, let's see, uh, last one I really played was Symphony of Night for PlayStation. I had, But uh, I had it, I played it on my computer. That's my all-time favorite, Castlevania. Symphony of the Night was yeah, on the PSX or PS1, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I think, yeah, you can buy it, I think, in even the oh, yeah. Xbox Live Marketplace, right? Oh, can you? I don't know. I, I don't know. It might be, but I know it's in the PlayStation Store. But if you've never played... Or if you're interested in the Castlevania series at all, you should definitely aim towards Symphony of the Night. It's such a well-done game. What do you think about them pushing him out? Are he leaving uh, Konami, the creator of Castlevania? I, I'm okay with that because I feel that a lot of these high or well-known game developers get stuck from these big companies they work for, like Konami. I bet all he could ever work on was Castlevania, he has to be getting fatigued well, from working on that. From what I read, it's like he wanted to do another hardcore 2D game. Yeah. And every time he brought it to Konami, they didn't, yeah. they didn't want him to do it. So and, I he love, would, and he would like to make another one of those type of games. Yeah. Those Metroidvania games. Well, I heard that at the GDC, he did a, a forum or something like that called Metroidvania, Metroidvania. So it's kind of funny that he realizes what that genre is. Well, yeah. no, and I think he likes it, and I think he wants to make a game for the fans. But I think Konami didn't want him to. They wanted him to keep doing these other games, these more I, I think he could actually get away with calling his new game Metrovania. <laughs> Metrovania. <laughs> Metro. Yeah, and he know. could do it in, like, a current setting or something, or even oh, in maybe. the future. That could maybe. Be, that could be awesome. Come on. What was his name? It, not Itagaki. That was the, oh, I'd have to search that was the Capcom guy from Mega Man, I, I think. I, and that guy, and he's making his own. Yeah, he's, he the, the main guy behind Mega Man also did the Mighty same thing. Mighty Number Nine. Yeah, Mighty coming. Number Nine. Um, Cliff Blazinski, through that was with uh, the Gears of War stuff. Isn't he doing the same thing too? Yeah, they're all doing. No, yeah, well, I know the Bioshock of, guy is. Yeah, uh, Ken Levine. Ken Levine. A lot his. of these people are spreading off and doing their own companies because I, well, at least in my opinion, I think they're just getting stuck in. The company is saying, you have to stick to this franchise. We need you on this franchise. Or this type of game. Yeah, and they get fatigued from that and just want to try something else. They are very creative people, and I appreciate them doing this because I would rather play original ideas that come from these magical developers. You know, they, they makes this cool stuff and have great ideas that these big companies won't let them try because the big companies are scared to put money into a big budget new or, franchise, or even just a little thing, really. I mean, a two D Castlevania game—it can't be that much money for Konami to like really put into that. Well, yeah, and you know what I'm the saying. The indie scene is exploding. Both of the con- well, all the consoles, even the Wii U, have just loads and loads of Wii, you know, independent games coming to them from smaller developers. Which I, th- I think indie game so, developers pretty much what under a hundred people. Well, I don't know. If, less, yeah, really. even less. They, sometimes there's one or two people working on it. Well, Braid but, was one person. Yeah. Um, but Super Meat Boy was two people. Yeah. So it's nice that even I've heard Sony is working really hard to give these indie developers the tools they need. I think and recently uh, Crytek and Unreal both put their engines. 
Oh yeah, for, for a membership. Like, yeah, a monthly membership. Yeah, monthly membership well, was, for was, the individual developers, so they can use them in their games. So I was going to say great. before you we closed out here that uh, the uh, GDC was just this past week, and uh, yeah, because uh, they they announced that uh, you could get the CryEngine and the Unreal Engine um, membership. Which, and, if if you don't know, Unreal is pretty much behind every game you've played for years yeah, yeah, right. and crytech uh, that's a lot of like the um what, what's that well uh the crisis yeah crisis um for you guys that have xbox the one, one they did rise and uh yeah they so they're very big properties but what were you saying um but uh you know a lot of cool announcements came out of gdc sony announced their vr headset to go up against the oculus rift yeah. So for the PS4, you'd be able to have virtual reality. Are um, you going to back up VR stuff? I, I don't know if I'm going to get into VR stuff, but I, I just I am know. interesting to announce that. Um, uh, there was, uh, what else was it? I just totally brain farted on, oh, uh, the new Assassin's Creed Unity game. I like, I keep talking shit about Assassin's Creed and I don't want to support it. But looking at that trailer, which they say is all in-game, in-game footage and it looks ridiculous. Well, some companies have been getting in trouble for that kind of claim lately. Like uh, Dark Souls 2 looked gorgeous oh, when yeah. they were first showing it, but then the retail copy looks dumbed down. And uh, what was the... There was another one. Um, was, I know Dark Souls 2. I was hearing about that. Uh, uh, Sleeping Dogs is also getting the same criticisms. And that's it's not, not even that's out, not out yet. yet, though. So yeah. you don't know. You can't really... But they, they've admitted that all the footage was on, like, a super high-end PC. Well, that's Ubisoft again. Yeah. But I'm just going to say that, like, that new Assassin's Creed Unity yeah. so teaser we'll, looked pretty awesome. And we'll, we'll see, but it could look good. I mean, Black Flag, I heard, it looked amazing on the PS4, so I couldn't imagine it looking worse. Oh, that's something else I went back and played. I went back and in, uh, I... I uninstalled Assassin's Creed 3 because I was having issues. It wouldn't play, so I deleted it, and then... For some reason, I last this week I reinstalled it, and I was playing Assassin's Creed Three again, just kind of playing through it, just for no reason. And, cool. Uh, it's a good game. It's not a bad game. You, you wanted to go sail boats. I did. I did do some boating stuff. Yeah. Um. So that I have such a love hate relationship with that game. Yeah. I don't know. I I still haven't checked out that Unity trailer. Maybe after we're done here, you can show me on your screen over there, and uh, see what it's all about. So I, I do like the Assassin's Creed games that I've played. Uh, three is probably the one I've liked the least, but I've only played a couple of them anyways. I think if the story was better, I probably would have liked it a lot more because I do, I do like it. I just – anyway. Yeah. So, Jared, uh, what are we going to talk about next time? I haven't even thought that far ahead. What? Jeez. All that's, right. that's like a whole seven or so days away. That's pre pre planning. Well, I'm trying to get a, a, a jump on this because generally, it's like two minutes before we start the show that we talk about. Oh, let's do this. Thank you to John Patrick Kelly, by the way, for uh, giving us our topic for this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if you would like to submit a topic, please email us. We do have an email, as Good. we announced in the last episode. It's thecouchcoopshow at gmail dot com. I'm going to send an email to Jared saying that that was a really good segue. That, hey, that was a wonderful <laughs> plug for the email. And uh, don't forget, you can check out the show on youtube.com slash milkmanpictures. We just put up a new episode yesterday. 
No, today. <laughs> this morning. Yes, it was a day late. It was it, a day it's late. It's been uh, awfully busy, I guess. So. Nothing, nothing you guys will know, because when you hear this on Monday, you'll be like, huh? Oh, I already watched. Sure. I already watched the show. Yeah. Okay. And, of course, don't forget to try and spend two seconds of your time to rate us and review us on yeah. the iTunes store. Please do that. I would... It would be very awesome. That. Yeah. So anything you guys can do for us would be awesome. Uh, we'll even give you a shout-out if you're into that yes, kind of thing. if you want a shout-out. We'll read your comments, no matter how awful and mean they are to us. Or great. Because that could be Hopefully fun. they're lovely. Yes. I hope you love us and our <laughs> sexy voices. Somebody's listening to this than us. I mean, I don't... I mean, someone's listening to this. <laughs> I don't know who, but it's got to be somebody and they must have some thought in their head they can't be like oh they can't just agree with everything we say jared those guys are so right on well i'm I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that know games that are listening to us and are just like these guys have no idea what they're talking about yeah blaze blue chronoplasm it's not only on ps3 though i'm pretty sure it is but (laughs) yeah i don't know but yeah, we're we're just talking out of our asses here, but uh, yeah, right. we we we'd like to think we have some fans out there that listen can, every week. That'd be awesome. That'd be. I think John Patrick Kelly does. Yeah. We're just gonna keep name dropping John until someone else comes along, and then we'll name drop them all the time. But uh, we we love you, JPK. Yeah. Anyway, I think I think we're done. <laughs> um, so uh, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Definitely. Goodbye. Goodbye.